it's new. It's a new week. It's a new week. <laughs> uh, uh. And I'm actually off today, meaning since it's Wednesday, I'm off today because it's another Jewish holiday and I am enjoying all of these little breaks from Girl, work. you better come on here. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like that. I'm enjoying it. Me too. I know. I love it. Shoot. I'm like. I wish I was getting them days off. I said, girl. Honey, because <laughs> these next two weeks is about to, I'm about to be in the fray. Right. You are. <laughs> well, how was last week? Last week was really, really good. Um, you know, nothing major. Uh, wait. Mm-hmm. Last week is when I came mm-hmm. to you. <laughs> oh, that's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm high. I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, no, nothing major happened except for being reunited and it feels so good. (laughs) It was me, Carl, John and his brother, Sean. I haven't seen, I seen John maybe three years ago. He came to visit me in Atlanta and we had us a jolly good old time. Y'all went to go see Ricky Dillard's live. Uh, we went to see release, Ricky yeah. Dillard and we was towed back. You hear the me? The funny part is, is because before I even knew y'all went, I watched a video of him in Atlanta uh-huh. and I saw somebody with a hat on doing that little step. And I was like, that person yep. reminds me so much of John. And then you told me you guys went. So then I wrote him mm-hmm. and asked him was that and sent the clip. He was like, oh, my God, that, that is me. Mm-hmm. We was in there going in. I'm telling you, we was Y'all was having a jolly good time. Yes. Yeah, so, and then of course, Sean, who is John's brother, and I have not seen him uh, yeah. in maybe 12 years. Right. It's been a long time and I love me some Sean. So shout out to <laughs> John and Sean. I love y'all so much. Shut up, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, that, you, you really want me to talk about it? <laughs> no. Thought <laughs> we blowing up my spot. <laughs> but anyway, oh. so yeah, that was so fun. Like, it was so fun. We got to just reconnect yes. and we really just did absolutely nothing, which is always the best thing to do with we friends. Just and we watched, um, yeah, and we watched a show, The Politician, and just, you know, that's a whole nother yeah. conversation. But um, if you have a chance to watch it on Netflix, it's very good. It's you're going to have to look deeper than the surface of the show. You have to listen to what they're saying yes. and what's actually going on. Um, but it's a really good it, it's a comedy, but it's a very dark. Well, <laughs> very yeah, it's dark, dark comedy, comedy, but it hits on some. Ve- I, I love that show. Absolutely love it. Well, after we finished recording last week. Trina and I were talking and I was like, I just sent her a message because I was just laying down. I was like, you know what? I want to watch something. So I sent her a message saying I was getting ready to start watching it. And then she tells me that she's already watching it. When I tell y'all me and her binge watched the whole season in one day, literally, that's all I did for the rest of the day. And we was texting (laughs) back and forth. Like, it's so good. Yeah, it's a really good show. Um, And of course, you know, everybody's not going to like it, but you're going to feel it's a goofy if you don't really pay attention to what's going right. on, but it's really good show. So, um, but that was that we just enjoyed each other's company and um, that made my week. It really yeah. did. Um, cause I've just had like an exceedingly abundant amount of joy 
this past week and so and you know i've been waking up every morning feeling good waking up a little earlier okay each day which is making me feel better like and naturally waking up and like looking at rolling over and okay it's six all right right and i feel okay okay i'm not grumpy (laughs) so because y'all know me well you if you don't know me i am not a morning person do not I need at least 30 minutes by myself, not moving, not talking. I agree. To be okay. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, how was your week? My week? I mean, I told part of it. Watching the show was really good. And you and me going back and forth for the show. That was amazing. Mm-hmm. And then, um, like you said, we got to spend time with uh, John John, which was really good. And then Brother Sean, mm-hmm. who I hadn't seen in 10 years. Mm-hmm. So that was really good. And then you and I got to sit and talk about some stuff. Like it was, it was really, really good. My week was, it started off solid and it was great. Unfortunately, towards the end of the week, Mm -hmm. I found out some bad news about one of my, you know, old students that messed me up quite a bit, you know, still getting through that situation. Cause that's the first kid of mine who I dealt with for two years every day, you know, and something happening to them. So that, that was actually pretty devastating for me, but you know, day by day I'm getting better. And, you know, right. And it's a, and it takes time, you know, like, um, a loss of someone, it's not an easy feat. That's why, you know, whenever people express a loss of parents or, or things like that, I mean, like, I, I don't know what it feels like, you know, and I can't like empathize with it really, because I just don't know what that emotion feels like. Cause I feel like it's deeper than Oh, I, you know, lost someone close to me, you know, I think it's a deeper thing. And so when we have um, never really experienced those emotions, the best thing to always do is just be compassionate and just try to have a little understanding because you just never know what people are going through. That's true. Like it's just just to touch on it a little bit. One of my friends is dating someone who, um, you know, lost of a lot of people in his life and um he's never dealt with it and it's just led to a road of consistently like having an addictive personality in all different aspects and um you know but the crazy thing is he really does understand that he needs the help and he needs to work through these situations but he just can't so you know I just kind of like take a step back and think about it. We run across so many people on a day-to-day basis Mm -hmm. who you just have no idea what they've experienced, what they're going through. And they might be just a ball of grief, literally. That's true. Just trying to operate in this world. And trying to function. Yeah. Yeah. So just something to keep in mind Mm -hmm. when dealing with folks, but and I hope that you're feeling better because I know Friday was hard for you. And I, I'm not a good coddler or I'm not a good, like, <laughs> try to make you feel better. I just try to make you laugh. Right. That's because that's all I know how to do. So I tried and I was like, it's going to be better, you know, but those are like, you don't want to say that to people because right. it's cliche. But I do hope that you are feeling better and, you know, working through it. Well, the thing that I have learned, and this is something I'm just trying to take in all aspects of my life is just to be in the moment. And yeah. I didn't really understand that until this situation. And, and that's not true because when I was spending time with you and John, I have learned to just be present in the moment. 
And what that has done yeah. is that has just freed me to be able to deal with things in a healthy manner as opposed to unhealthy. And when I say that, I mean like when I was with you and John, I was able to be present in that moment to take in all that moment had to offer. And this unfortunate yes. situation, it has presented me the opportunity to be able to experience grief in a way that I haven't before instead of feeling like mm-hmm. I had to be the strong one all the time. Right. And so trying to bottle it in and then being alone and being vulnerable and then sinking into a depression this time because I was just open and honest with everyone that I spoke to everyone understood Mm -hmm. how bad it really was for me and so because of that I just allowed myself to be in the grief so every time tears came I just let them come I didn't care where I was I just let it be that's the best and that's the best way to it's just gonna make it it worse later on and I Mm -hmm. I get that now Mm -hmm. and so for me yep and even in talking to some of the kids who are reaching out to me you know, they were asking me stuff and I just had to be honest in the moment. I told them right now I'm hurting and I honestly don't know what to say in this moment. I was like, I don't other yeah. than to tell you I love you and I'm here. Just text me, even if it's just to say, you know what, I'm still hurting. And at least, you know, you're not alone because I can tell you I'm hurting with you. And that's all I know yeah. how to say. And I think that's the best thing too, like having the comfort of knowing that you're not going through something alone right. um, because, you know, there are some people who are. Yeah. That's true. And they feel that they are, even though they may not be. Because that's true. If we think about it, we're never always really alone. Yeah. So. So. Okay. But yeah. So, well, again, hopefully that, you know, that you're able to work through these feelings and these emotions and get them out properly. Same for all of your um, students. You know, Um, I just pray that they all, you know, don't go into a a depression and just figure out the best way to cope. And, um, you know, we're sending lots of love, light and positivity to that family, that young man. So we are going to move on to our next segment. What we going to do first today, girl? I think we're going to help me fix my life. I'm excited (laughs) because it's my turn. (laughs) What? (laughs) Nothing. Nothing. What? Nothing. It's just when you what started. You laughing at? <laughs> I just started laughing because I knew there was going to be no song coming, but still, Absolutely I was. Ho- <laughs> That's what I meant. I was still hopeful and holding on to it, but as soon as you opened your mouth, I, just, I knew it wasn't, and so I just started laughing. I straight up quit, didn't I? I just quit. Like you packed it up, put it away. Y'all not about to run this well dry. <laughs> <laughs> okay oh my goodness okay so this week um let's see what's going on because i have not read it yet okay so here we go hey guys first i want to say that i love the energy lately you guys seem on a mission now let's get this week (laughs) what (laughs) what (laughs) what did you just say I know because he was reading my bad no I was saying they haven't heard this week yet because they're saying they love the energy and the mission well I mean we're still on a mission you know we are a bit more focused they're on- just saying these past two episodes Carl Tang <laughs> picking these folks thing apart <laughs> not really I'm just saying you know you ain't heard, you ain't heard this episode yet uh-oh. <laughs> Why you say uh-oh? Because you scared me. Is something about to happen I don't know about? No. Oh, 
You said you ain't heard this. Like you about to go off on somebody. So. Oh, no, no, nah, oh, okay. not at all. Well, at least I don't think. Let me start over since I was okay. interrupted. <laughs> hey, guys. First, I want to say that I love the energy lately. You guys seem on a mission. Now, let's get down to the meat on the bone. Okay. I have been eyeing this guy at my job for a long time now. He's smart and funny and always can make me smile. We work at a call center in collections. Mm. I know you hate your job. So (laughs) everyone hates us, which can make for a long, hard day. However, it's Mm. always good with him. On days when he's off, I notice myself wishing he was there. The bigger issue is that I'm gay and I haven't told anyone at my job. The other issue is that I'm not sure if he's gay or not. Mm. He wasn't mentioned. Wait. He hasn't, excuse me, can't read. He hasn't mentioned a relationship at all. I also haven't seen any pictures. What should I do? I want to make a move. I just don't know what move or how. Can you help me, please? I want my man, the eyeing breaker. Uh, you want me to go first? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I got a chance to, I can't, I can't remember the channel. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I've been racking my brain trying to remember what they're called, but they do these random things. Like the newest one I've seen is um, who's the secret Trump hater. And what they do is they get a group of people together and they don't tell you anything about them. And they give them all this task where they have to figure out who's the one person who's the outsider. And if they can all figure out who's the outsider, then they all win a cash prize. If they can't find out who the mole is, then the mole wins the entire cash prize. And one of them that I watched was about all these guys trying to figure out who was the gay guy. So they were trying to use gaydar to see if it was real, if it was scientific in some way. Oh, wow. And so they were doing it and they're all asking each other these questions. And obviously like they what? have to lie because they all want to win the money. But the mole is trying to lie so that he can actually win the money himself. In the end, they had no idea that the gay guy was the one guy that they never would have thought. Mm-hmm. And so it opened up this whole dialogue of like, no, you can't go off of stereotypes and this, that and the other. Right. This is interesting to me in that same way, because, you know, it is a gay man who hasn't told anybody. So they probably have no idea. And Maybe he's not sure if the person he likes, you know, is gay. So it's interesting yeah. because that is a fine line, especially at work. Well, because no, you don't it is want a fine to, line because even like with you. Anybody who knew me, they didn't know that you were gay until I told them you were gay. Every really? nobody, yes, Carl. You know, back no, in the well, day, you weren't really like. I mean, you still aren't, but like, you don't have any of the quote unquote. Well, I hear it now, but I'm saying back then, I thought I was extremely flamboyant and that everybody knew. No, so that's why I'm shocked to hear that. Not at all. Now people say it, and I'm like, okay, well, I see that because you know they just they assume because I like to wear things that are kind of trendy. Well, I don't know because my style isn't really hip hop and it isn't really like gay boy and it isn't really anything. It's just a mixture of different things I well, like. Back then you have to remember you were, remember back then you were white boy chic. So, um, right. Yeah. So people just thought you could dress like, you know, and I'm like, no, Carl likes men. What are you talking about? And they'd be like, <laughs> what? Oh my God. I, now I see oh. it because I, but I think it's probably because I've known you for so long, but I didn't, exactly. you know, I was like, I, I don't understand how y'all don't know. But a lot of people did not know. But mom didn't even know for a long time. She was just like, really? <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, you know what? We talked about this. Remember when we was hanging out with John and everybody, we had that conversation where we said, sometimes it's hard. And I said, for me, I, I would say about 90% of the time I'm correct. And -hmm. some people who think they're hiding it don't do a good job. And some people who think that they are being out and open about it, people have no idea, which I find ironic about yeah. it because people who are like hey this is me I don't care I'm just going to be me those people are the ones that people never have an idea about but the mm-hmm. ones who think that they're they're able to hide it and nobody knows those are the ones that everybody actually knows everybody about everybody know it's <laughs> everybody knows y'all <laughs> <laughs> we all we all been new <laughs> 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 I didn't mean it to come out like that, but it did. Let me get, let's get back to this question. Look. Yeah, yeah. Because you were embarrassing. I'm just trying not to, I'm trying to keep it together. <clears throat> okay. Um. <clears throat> like, nigga, we all have known for See, years. but that's, the thing. that's why I get so shocked is because I... I'm just like, I just assumed everybody knew because I was not trying to be secretive. Yeah. So for me, when people would be like, when people would be like. <laughs> yep. When people were be like, this nigga then had his gummy bear and is on 15. No, well, you had I a actually, today I have it. You had a chocolate. Let me tell you actually what's going on with me today, because honestly, the past two days have been super rough, mm-hmm. like emotionally, that this morning and I haven't meditated in honestly and over probably about a week and a half. Or listen to my affirmations or anything. And this morning when I woke up, I woke up really peaceful. So I just sat in that moment and just allowed myself to feel the peace. Mm -hmm. So even in going through those two days of really hard grief today, I do feel at peace and I do feel some joy. So I'm just kind of running with it. Do you know what I mean? Like every moment, just trying to be in it. So forgive me y'all if I'm laughing. A whole lot. I Don't just, ask I just, for no forgiveness <laughs> for being happy. Get out of here. You know what? Exactly. Yes. Man, Thank you. asking y'all for no forgiveness because I feel good. I'm sorry if you don't, but I do. <laughs> God damn it. And I'm taking joy every moment I get. Come on here. Okay. Anyway, back to you. I, 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 because <laughs> we just ignore Sometime you Sometimes I gotta completely. be like that though. I'm sorry. Here's what I think about it. And this is short, simple and sweet and right to the point. <laughs> I think that I am a very upfront type of person. Like sometimes mm-hmm. I'll be shy and like not want to approach anybody. But for the most part, I'm pretty upfront and I kind of like drop hints. So I feel like maybe that might be a good idea for you to fish a little bit to try to figure it out. You can you can you can either like, you know, hey, you know, want to go hang out and kind of see the vibe or you could just right. just straight up and ask, hey, do you have a partner? Because everybody refers to their significant other as partner these days. So you don't know well, if that means gay necessarily. That's not necessarily true. We as progressive people and both of us haven't have lived in Europe understands yeah. that everybody there uses partner because well, I didn't what, understand well, it. Yeah, that's so true. So that is your Let way of understanding. Everybody but, here, they will say, are you married? Do you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend? They're very specific here in the U.S. Yeah, that's true. But, well, I'm just saying from the people that I have talked to lately, right. they use the term partner and they're straight. And I'm like, okay, well, everybody wants to use it, then use it. I mean, because that's what Come it is, now. a life partner. Right. 
So, um, but anyway, I would just, I would just ask the question partner. And then I feel like the answer would be, no, I do not have a boyfriend or no, I do not have a girlfriend or no, I'm not with someone. And then if you get the, no, I'm not with someone say, are you looking for something? You know, like just whatever. But I get, I mean, like it doesn't, to me, you like this guy. So it doesn't matter if he knows you're gay. I know you don't have the whole office knowing, but I feel like you like him. So what does it matter if he knows you're gay? And why not try opening up to him and see where it goes from there? Why don't you just start talking about how you feel and what your life experience is? So yeah, see, well, you know, this is why I said it's kind of shaky because it's at work. And nowadays, yeah, anything but, can be considered sexual harassment, you know, and you just don't yeah, want to put yourself are cool, but they're cool. It's different. Yeah. But there are people out there that have been cool and then for one reason or another end up going sideways. So I would say maybe try hanging out with the person first being like, hey, would you like to go out, you know, hang out, grab a beer, get coffee, whatever you like to do coffee. that you guys find similar and then have the conversation there maybe we instead of not coffee. at work on work time. What'd you say? We always want coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I said coffee. We always want coffee. <laughs> right. That is true. I'm sipping on mine now. I am sipping on a San Pellegrino. Well, at least it's not a work setting is what I'm trying to say. Don't do it within right. the confines of work. Oh, so yeah. It can never be said that you were doing something at work that well, could jeopardize your yeah, job. Yeah, of course. I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't. <laughs> I wasn't thinking that at all, but I mean, <laughs> I was, you know, in my mind, I was just thinking I like, know what oh, you he, meant, right. we're hanging out, you know, let's have this yeah, conversation. Yeah, then bring it up there. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I think. I, you know, first of all, though, don't be claiming nobody who ain't yours. That's not your man. Okay. Um. So. Well, I'm no, just saying. Let's be clear. because say, No, the books say speak if, those if things he, that are not as though they were. No, but if That's he what the ain't good book with it, it. That's what if he said he in his word. It, if he ain't <laughs> with it, what they said in um in um what is that damn movie called? Who's the characters? If this is what I was trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm trying to say is you said speaking into existence, and I'm saying if that's not who I am, just like the good movie of Talladega Nights, don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> don't you put that. No, 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 because he always got something to say. <laughs> oh, oh. That's all I'm saying. No, I hear you on that. I hear you on that. I get but it because no, you can't make luck. somebody be something that oh, they're not. Are. I completely yeah, get exactly. it. Right. But good luck. So start claiming your, them after you find out you have yeah, the opportunity. Let's find out if there he is go. even right. willing exactly. to entertain the idea. So, but good luck with that. And you guys remember if you have any um, help me fix my life situations, questions, concerns, or you just want to say hey to a nigga, write us <laughs> at askbreakinghollywood at gmail.com. <laughs> Or you can write us in our DMs on Breaking Hollywood on Instagram. We are on Twitter as well. We don't use it. And I'm not going to sit here and act like we're going to respond. If you write me something on Twitter, like I used to use Twitter back in like 2008, 2009, you know. So like now... I wouldn't even know what to do. Like I used Twitter. Twitter. I used I used Twitter when I didn't have an iPhone. And then as soon as I got an iPhone, I was one of the first people to have Instagram. See, yeah. Because remember, it was an iPhone only app. So it was. 
That's right. I was one. I was one of those. Okay? And I liked that app when it was configured into it like that. Yeah. So yeah. I was one of the I mean, it was kind of cool because it's like you're a selective group and you like only people who have blue text messages can contact you through this app. And I thought <laughs> that was dope. <laughs> I thought it was dope because <laughs> I'm tired of them video. I'm seriously tired of these Android videos, even though they have gotten a lot better. <laughs> They've advanced in technology, but them things used to right. look like a. But anyway, oh. let's move on to and you our know what? next. On the Twitter okay, part, though, that's not. funny because. No, I was just going to say, even if they were sending tweets before you even could check them, I've already deleted the message because, you know, we share that mailbox and I hate seeing them in there. Like as soon as I see it, I automatically just delete them. I clear them. Yeah. The point is we do not use Twitter at all. No, I associate Twitter with Trump. And so for that reason, he has tainted Twitter for me. It's sad, but it's true. One, I didn't use it before he was big on that. Exactly. I was going to say, let's be real. Don't try to play. Don't try to turn this around and play with Oh, MTGA, make Twitter great again. How about that? I still won't use it, you but still. You have never used Twitter. You gonna try to blame me on Trump for why you don't? <laughs> I never have, and I never will. I never cared about it. Oh man, just say that he added even more of a disdain. That's for true. It. Trying to the say the only it. social media I really use I now is use, Instagram. I don't use Twitter because of Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was legit the funniest thing this morning. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, anyway, yeah, I I hate social media. I even hate Instagram. I just like now I just use it just to troll. Like I'd be mad about my (laughs) I'd be mad about my um, fingernail (laughs) breaking. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to tell y'all because I'm pissed. You know what, Trina? But y'all can look at it now. (laughs) We need to make a pact. We're going to start using our individual social media pages to post random stuff. That's what I do <laughs> already. No, no, like, because no, sometimes you post like enlightening things as well. And I will. Let's just commit to a no, month. No, but I will, of- but I will do that. Oh, you well, mean, yeah. <gasps> okay, October, a month of debauchery. Yeah. And we just post random, silly, wacky stuff just to can just still, bring some laughs. But can I still post like my cool stuff? Well, I'm like, never going to stop you from doing like ins- inspirational like stuff because of course. I'm talking about like my nail. That was funny. To me, it was funny because I knew you was pissed and it was hilarious to me. Yeah, I got you. I'm down. So you want to do that? Oh, no, let's do it for November for Thanksgiving. (laughs) Did you look, but did you see what I posted this morning? I didn't. I don't think I did. Yes, you did. Yeah, you did. I think you did. (laughs) 
the yes, fight I between did. my sister yes, and the new me and the old me. That's what I'm saying. You mean stuff Listen like here. that? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Now that oh, is got, true, though. I got those things for days. <laughs> <laughs> for days. I be seeing people stuff oh. and screenshot. You know, you just be like scrolling. When you get in that moment, you just start scrolling. You get in the deep, dark cycle of Instagram. And you go down this black <laughs> hole of quotes. And I just have like a whole album <laughs> in my photo of screenshots of oh. quotes that I'd be like, man, I'm not, I can't post this. My mom will follow me, but I want to. <laughs> Yo, then send it over to me. I'll post it. <laughs> I'd be like, I want to. But anyway, okay, oh. now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to okay. tea time. Okay. What you got, Carl? What you gonna do? I know you got something to say, so it's on you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that was cute. I've been watching 85 South Show, and if y'all don't know who that is, there's three comedians from Wildin' Out. It's DC Youngfly, Carlos Miller, and Chico Bean. And they're, they're kind of nasty. They're really nasty, but... They're hilarious and they incorporate that kind of same like rapping and comedy mm-hmm. into their performance. I'm going to see them this month. Um, that wasn't the two guys you said to me, was it? About yeah, the Lion yeah King thing? but that's three. Oh, okay. But yes, that was them, the Lion they King They are thing. funny because that they're was hilarious. Fu- no, they're, they're really funny and they talk about some crazy stuff, but they do stuff like that. Like they'll just start like they see they always crack on the audience so they'll like be roasting somebody in the audience and like, look at you looking stupid your braids look like 1995 and stuff oh, wow. like that and then they'll but that's what the audience goes there for they go to get like roasted they love it and so nice. they'll say stuff to people and then all of a sudden if it sticks with them they'll like make a song out of it so i'm just gonna give y'all one example he was talking about, you know, being in the hood and growing up with a single parent and how his mom mm-hmm. would be dating a guy. And he was mad because he was like, yeah, because every time I go um, in the kitchen, he doesn't eat up all my snacks and drink all my Capri Suns. <laughs> and then they started making a song <laughs> and he grabs the microphone that has auto tune on it. And he goes, eating all your snacks and drinking all your Capri Suns. <laughs> <laughs> it is hilarious. Oh. They are funny. So. Anyway, that's this. If you're into like, you know, ghetto comedy, you'll like them a lot. They're called the 85 South Show again. So anyway. Well, but it yeah. wasn't all ghetto stuff. I mean, because the Lion well, King thing was brilliant. Nah, that but whole it's Disney re- thing yeah, was funny. Yeah, but it, that was just a, like, it's really like nasty. They talk about a lot of sex and. Oh, okay. So it's, it's more re- adult humor. It's adult humor. It's for sure adult humor. Well, so while or not is adult humor, but yeah. I mean, teens still watch it, but I get But you. they get, they're a little bit more graphic than on Wilding Out. It's basically right. Wilding Out if they could really Wild Out. With no That's limits, what it is. right. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> That's what it is. So anyway. Okay. But, okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. You start you want me to start with off? your tea. Because, yeah, 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 I just yeah. have one. It's just about okay. um, Tyler Perry. You know, he got his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame mm-hmm. in the same weekend in which he had the grand opening for Tyler Perry Studios. And it was I a huge event. Beyonce yeah, even was. showed up. Yes. So, she uh she was hanging out with TT. Yeah. Blame it on blame it on Quay. She was she uh, he was he posted how she was like 
he's one of her favorites. And I thought that's that's dope that she yeah. can have moments like that with people who aren't as big as her. Exactly. I love the fact that this was an actual big event. I don't know why, but for some time now, I've already already thought his studio was open. I guess the whole grand opening is finally like, OK, well, was it we're in Atlanta on our own? Yeah, it's in Atlanta. OK, yeah, yeah. So maybe and he guess, just like finished everything. Maybe he had been like doing construction and stuff for a while. Or well, something. he has been because I yeah. mean, he bought the Air Force Base and had to turn all of that into mm-hmm. an actual studio and sound stages and stuff. But they've been filming there for a while. I mean, Marvel has used it. So many yeah. big productions have used I'm it. So d- it I'm thinking it was up and operational. Yeah, it, well, it probably is on one side and it wasn't totally, you know, like how they'll like even on a college campus, they'll have like buildings open. They're like, OK, this is enough to have classes until we finish right. this and this. And so maybe it's something like that. They didn't. Most of it was finished, but they didn't have the, you know all the way completion but right, the, everybody looked beautiful everybody that i did. saw even oprah looked good honey i was like okay yes, oprah. She did. cicely tyson though with that cape was killing oh, me i, I said you her. better come on here mama I tyson i just love her i just love her i love her too like she's just so graceful and beautiful and inspiring like you know it was also the bet awards this weekend in atlanta too so i know the city was popping like oh my goodness see okay yeah. I mean, I'm so not it was really, just a busy I don't week. really like watch the BET Which Awards. Which BET Awards? Because it seemed like they just had one. BET Hip Hop Awards. Oh, okay. Got you. Got you. Got you. Got you. I don't really watch. Yeah. I don't really watch. And I need to get better at that. Even though some of the stuff I don't enjoy, I need to get better at supporting our only channel. Yeah. Well, my thing is, is this. I like to support our culture. Absolutely. But if it doesn't resonate with me, then I just can't support it because then it's just doing it for some. Do you know what I mean? To me, it just seems disingenuous. But for me, it's like it's doing it for my people anyway, because there's a lot of people who enjoy it. So if I can be a one, the one person to log on so that they get another number, I'm going to do that. Just just to to support. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I see where you're coming from. Absolutely. Speaking of black folks, let's move on to the next Topic in tea time. Okay, go for it, girl. So this 21-year-old man from Florida, young black man, was sentenced to 10 days in jail and a year of probation. Do you know why, Carl? Have you heard about this? I have heard about it, but I'm going to let you finish for those who have not. Well, for those of you who have not heard about it, he was sentenced to, let me give you the exact sentence. 10 days in jail, 150 hours of community service, a written apology of at least 100 words, a year of probation and a $233 in fine and fees. Um, and this was all due to him oversleeping for jury duty. Right. <laughs> well, he basically caused the trial to be 45 minutes, start 45 minutes late. And so this young man has never had any criminal background, nothing on his record at all. He walked into the court to serve on a jury duty with no criminal record and left handcuffed going into jail cell for 10 days with a criminal record. And the sad part is, is because he told the truth. He told yeah, the truth. He, he did tell the truth. However, the judge said that he feels like the the, the sentence was, you know, he deserved it. He said because he, they, he did not let them know he was running late. He just showed up 45 minutes late instead of calling someone and letting them know. So he said it was worth it. And then since there was such a big uproar in social media, 
his sentence did get like lowered a little bit. Instead of the year of probation, he will serve just three months. And according to court records, his 150 hours of community service was reduced to 30 hours and he's already served his 10 days. Exactly. But he so, still has a criminal record because now he, this have, boy, it's a, he now has a criminal record. Exactly. So now when he goes and applies for a job, not to he mention the job misdeme- he might I'm already have. I'm sure it's a have. misdemeanor. Yeah, I'm sure it's a misdemeanor. The doubt that's a, well, it could be a felony. I don't know, but I hope it's not. I hope it's not either. You know, when it has to do with court stuff, they be trying to. Exactly. But the thing is, is the question on your application says, have you ever been arrested for a crime? It does not say felony or misdemeanor. It says, have you ever been arrested? That is true. So now he has to say yes. He also served time. So now he also has to say, yes, I had to serve jail time for being yep. late to jury duty. Exactly. For the rest of his which life. Is, which is crazy. But um, just to keep into, you know, the same energy as far as the court system goes. If you guys did mm. not know, our good girl, Amber Geiger, was only <laughs> sentenced to 10 years after murdering um, a young black man in his own apartment. Mm. Black, uh, black Twitter and black social media is outraged, of course, at this sentence because they don't think it's fair. Um, there's a, a viral video. Well, it's not a video video, but it's a meme going around of showing her and saying she was sentenced 10 years for murdering a man. And then on the other side, it shows a young black man who was sentenced to 100 years in prison for murdering a cop's dog. Wow. And is that true? Yes. Oh, well, he was sentenced 100 years. Well, I guess because dog, because I I guess because he's a police dog. So he's considered a police. I'm just a bit confused by that, because even still, yeah, murdering an animal is wrong. I get that. but. A hundred years when it wasn't a person. I'm really confused on how that even went down in court. I didn't even know that was something that was considered. Maybe it was uh, 40. Maybe it was 45 years, not a hundred, but still. But no, no, still. I'm like jail time, period. I'm confused by that. Yeah, he got. Oh, yeah. And he ain't. So he's. Yeah, he's there. (laughs) No, I'm really confused because does that mean that anyone who kills an animal can go to jail? A police dog. Okay, I still don't get it. I don't know. Here in San Diego, we got so many daggone animal activists. They was out there this week at City Hall, okay, (laughs) protesting. You know how people, and and, nope, I'm going to save it. You know how some people are when it comes to animals in comparison to other people. I'm just saying. Right. So, yeah. But anyway, um, so just but just to keep going on this, I want to bring light to a situation that happened. So um, during the trial, there was a young man named Joshua Brown who lived across the hall and who witnessed, um, you know, who's a witness to the murder. He heard the gunshots and everything like that. And so uh, he testified in the trial against Amber Geiger. Well, two days after her sentencing, this young man was found gunned down in his apartment complex outside in the parking lot. The same apartment complex that she killed the other man in. Right. Well, he lives there. He lives there. Right. So, but yeah. Um, And and so one of the things that one of his family members said is that he, he was always kind of like paranoid and nervous about 
dying that way after that um being shot and it's just you know um but it's just it's just coincidence isn't it like no it's not a coincidence you know when you have people who are saying things like it's going to be a civil war if i'm removed as the president he's making it very clear what state he's trying to bring this country to yeah and honestly it makes me a little concerned because there are people out there who are going to try, but let me make this very clear for anybody who might be listening, who think this about to be a civil war. You Hmm. saw what happened the last civil war. You didn't win. (laughs) So we can repeat that history because I'll make it very clear. This is not a civil war. This is very, very simple. Somebody broke the law. They need to be held accountable for breaking the law. Mm-hmm. If you think that is Regardless all right. Regardless of their stature. Period. If you think that is okay and you're ready to have a civil war over that, okay, well then we might as well just go ahead and take all of your guns because you're saying under the constitution, you get to have your firearms. We're telling you that under the constitution, he cannot act in that way and ask a foreign government for help in our elections. Mm-hmm. So if you want your constitutional rights protected, then you need to follow the law. You can't claim the Constitution when it's convenient for you, when it fits your need, because now Mm -hmm. you're talking about civil war. Let's go, because we outnumber y'all. You literally are 5% of the country. Five. Mm -hmm. Let's go. It's just crazy to me, though, um, just the way that it it played out. I mean, like. I'm sad for that young man and his family. I'm very, like, sad. Like, it just, you know, it's it's just sad. Like, he, the one way he didn't want to die, and he was paranoid about it happening, it happened. Right. But the other thing is that you were just doing what was right. Like, it's not, you know, I the feel like is, in this... The thing is, the cops asked like you this, to testify. So, yeah. it wasn't like he volunteered. Yeah, and it just seems, and I'm not a big conspiracy theorist person. I feel like it is what it is, and it ain't what it ain't. But I do feel like it's just very suspect that after you've done your due diligence and then we as black people are outraged because of her sentencing, but we're not going to hurt you because we glad you got, we glad you stood up. You know what I mean? And yeah. then when I say her supporters, cause I know not all Caucasians supported what she did. A lot of people right. believe you murdered somebody. You need to go to jail. Um, well, but she I'm didn't saying, even believe that. So let's not down her. She understood that what she did was wrong. Yeah. So she said, and so I'm, we, we can only you know, go off of what she said. Exactly. And yeah. So exactly. So we have she to said, be fair because yeah. she never once said she felt like she didn't deserve what she got. She never once no. said that. She, you know. she did not. She did not. And she never, and she didn't even sentence herself. You know, she had no right. pull in the sentencing that she got. However, I feel like whoever was upset about this, about her getting this time. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they knew, okay, he lived across. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, they knew. And I agree that they're like, that's the point that I'm making is that these crazies think that this stuff is okay. Yeah. And it's, it's they sad. They think it's completely fine and acceptable. And it's not. It's, yeah. So I, I feel you on that. And the other thing that I want to talk about in regards to this case, because I've seen a lot of people say this, Whoopi Goldberg said it on The View. I can't remember the other person, but I've, heard someone else mention it as well, who was not African-American. Uh, actually, it was TYT, the Young Turks. They mentioned it where they go, you know, the young man's brother. Yeah. His statement Ooh. that he made towards her saying that he forgave her. 
that moved me. I really appreciated mm-hmm. it. And then he got up and gave her a hug, you know, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm talking about. We heal by those acts. But they mentioned something. They said, how many times have you seen that same behavior shown towards African-Americans if the roles were reversed? Absolutely not. a lot of them, and, and that's the thing, is because we don't see it. And it's not to say that it does not happen, but you don't see it much. And the TYT, they said something that really made me think about it, and I had not thought about it in this way. He goes, a lot of people are Christian in the African-American community. Mm-hmm. And he goes, and in Christianity, you were taught to forgive. But he yep. goes, I wonder if that was indeed a ploy for slavery to be like, no matter what Massa does to you, you still forgive them. However, on right. the flip side of that, you don't see the Republicans who claim to be Christians and claim to be about the Bible showing that same compassion and forgiveness right. that they claim their savior, Jesus, was shown to people. And when he worded it like that, I was like, wow. No, and I saw that too on uh, one of the social media um, platforms. But I did see that too. People were, of course, questioning like, you know, that basically this is what we were taught to do. We were, we've been conditioned to forgive our oppressors um, since back then. And so he said, you know, they were basically like, it's so common for you to see African-American culture forgiving and 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 doing all of that because we have been taught that since we can remember. And right. um, and the but it's, you know, in the same sense, they were saying the same exact thing. But my only thing with that is that's where we go again with this whole religion versus spirituality thing, because I feel like as a spiritual person, Mm-hmm. I know that me not forgiving and going through a healing process within myself, I am not and, and not forgiving you. I am not going to be able to be authentically and truly at peace. Right. So I want that for myself. But then, you know, so but then when we go on to the religious side of it, it's because the Bible said so. OK, so that's where I'm saying we don't know this man's character. Right. Although he might have expressed, yes, and the Christianity taught me this, the spiritual aspect of it is, is he forgiving this girl for himself? And I feel like that's where that genuinely came from. I don't feel like it was from a place of since I'm a Christian, I have to forgive you because a lot of people are Christians and they know they have to forgive and they don't. Mm hmm. So I feel like for anybody to actually do that, there is a spiritual thing within with within them where they wanting to let go right and not have to deal with the grief of all of that well they deal with the grief of all of but it but to knowing the anger. Right. that they're yes and knowing that she made her mistake and guess what y'all she got 10 years in prison okay great she's gonna have to live with this for the rest of her life and y'all might think a lot of these folks who have these these and let me just go on and do it like this y'all think that a lot of these white people who commit these crimes who do these racist acts in front of people do not have to deal with that on the sideline just because they don't show it outwardly or they benefit from it they still have to go to sleep at night knowing what they've done and you know those same things that haunt you at night when you feel guilty about things they feel it too Unless they're sociopaths. Right. 
But but I just you know, I just want to point that out because it's it 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 is a black and white thing. But this is also a, a, a human thing. And it's also so you you just I just don't think we should be so quick to think that everything is based in a in a uh, oppressive system. Like, I really feel like this man genuinely needed to release all of that energy and you release and transfer a lot of things by hugging people. And he needed a release because he was probably toe up and he needed to release that. And what better person to give it to? That's right. So I just, you know, that's my viewpoint on that. But that's, you know, I'll shut up. No, yeah, hey, I didn't say anything because I completely agree with you. I do believe that for him, it was a release of all the anger and the hurt. And hey, I'm all about it. I was all about it. And I saw the judge even gave her a hug. And I know a lot of people were upset with the judge for that. They're like, I've never seen a judge hug. But again, she's I understand, a black woman. Right. And I understand what she was doing. She felt moved by what the young man had done. Exactly. And she was listening to what the young man had said about, you know, I hope you find peace in this, that and the other. So the judge went down and gave the woman a Bible because the woman said she didn't have one. And so the judge gave her one and pointed exactly. her to a specific scripture and then gave her a hug as well. Exactly. And again, I don't see anything wrong with that. I don't see anything wrong with showing someone compassion. She still has her sentence. Them hugging her doesn't change that. And it doesn't exactly. change what she did. And but, it didn't. You know, and that and all of that happened after she was sentenced. So it didn't right. affect anything. That's right. This was what it was going to be regardless. So what are y'all mad about? Y'all think the judge went light on her because she gave her a hug? No, the, she it was wasn't already even in the judge's stupid. decision. <laughs> that wasn't the judge's she was decision. Already sentenced. Right. <laughs> My thing is just but this goes to the culture of what I was saying, you know, we can have our opinions on she probably should have gotten more years or not. Again, I am not an attorney. I'm not a judge. I didn't hear all the facts of the case. I don't know. So with that, I'm going to leave it there. But the other thing I don't want to ignore is the fact of that people, she did something wrong. And yeah. these people were able to forgive her and still show compassion and kindness to somebody that is broken. Yes, yeah. she is going to have to live with her choices for the rest of her life. But that little small moment of showing compassion and kindness to another human being, we don't know what effect that had on her and Mm -hmm. what it will have on her moving forward. We have Mm -hmm. no idea Mm -hmm. because it's those little acts of kindness that can change somebody's life. Exactly. Because y'all don't even know this girl, like her mom had already said on the stand that she suffered from depression for a long time. You don't know. This could have just took this girl over the edge. and She was probably like, I'm about to go in this jail cell and end it all. And that, one little act of kindness could have changed her whole mental state. That's right. Like, so we just like it's, and again, this is the cancel culture. I'm so sick of y'all and y'all shit. Like, broke. come on now. Allow people to live their lives. You got an opinion on everything. So what? We all got an opinion just like we all got an ass. So leave oh, it that's right. be. That's leave right. it be. What you say? Mind the business that pays you. Mind the business that pays you because this ain't going to make or break you financially. So why are you worried about it? And again, when it's time to speak up, like it was for that young man who was sent to jail for showing up late to jury duty. I'm all about that because that is wrong. I agree. And he said that. And the the thing about the young man is he, he said, I deserved that punishment because I was wrong. I don't think it should have been as severe personally. 
but I don't know what kind of trial it was. I don't know if it was, you know, something that needed to be expedited and didn't need to be over. I don't know the details of that. I just don't think that it should be on his record. I feel like, cause there are a lot of judges who can teach you a lesson without it being a permanent stain. I don't have nothing on my record. I don't either. And I done did some stuff and been some places. Come on now. But you know, so I I done slept in many a times and been late. I don't now, but I have. Yeah. So I don't, you know, I don't know if it was needed to be that harsh of a punishment, but I do, I do understand that, you know, he needed to be reprimanded for not doing the right thing. The right thing would have been, oh my gosh, I'm late. Let me call somebody. Yeah, I guess. Hey, I woke up late, but you know, I mean, that's what we're taught. You know, like if you know something emergency happens, you're supposed to let somebody know, hey, not going to be in on time. This just It is common courtesy. I agree with you on that. It's just, you know, well, and that's a part of a job and jury duty is a job because most likely he was off of his job and getting paid to be there. That's true. So I'm just saying, but that's neither here nor there. But we're going to just go on and segue on to self-care because we're kind of already there. Mm hmm. Um, you know, there was a, a, a common theme throughout the day, um, and that is dealing with grief and let it, releasing and letting things go um, in order for you to have your peace. That's right. I am going to speak up in regards to dealing with grief. The only way to deal with it is to deal with it. And we've said this before, but it's the truth. You just said. He did say. Well, he didn't say that about grief, but that's the only way to deal with anything. Mm -hmm. Stuffing it down really does not solve the problem. It doesn't. And so honestly, I didn't care how it made me look. And I honestly didn't care what other people thought because I had to go to the grocery store and I had to do some other things. The day in which I found out I was actually at work and they could see that I was not okay. You know, and I had to call some people and tell them, you know, I was leaving. And even when I was actually at the office, they could just tell that I was not okay. And they were just like, you, you got to go and just have your moment. Like you just got to deal with what you got to deal with. And I get it. Yeah. And so you just have to get to a place in yourself where you understand the best thing to do is just stand there and be in the moment. And, and that's what I did. And honestly, for me, I'm glad I did that Mm -hmm. because it allowed me to feel the hurt. So that later on down the line, I am not carrying this grudge or this feeling because I didn't deal with it in the moment. Exactly. Because numbing things and just compressing things and pushing it down, you are going to explode eventually. And you're going to explode probably in a setting where... It's not warranted. It's not appropriate. It's not appropriate (laughs) at all. Or you're going to go off on somebody who you really care about. And that anger was not meant for them. And then, you know, you just don't know what's going to happen from there. So the, the best thing, and we talk about this in many, in many situations is getting, releasing that energy. And the best way I feel like to release grief is like Carl said, when you feel like you got to cry, just cry. You're not weak because you're crying. Okay, you are suffering through a loss. And so, you know, and I I, the crazy thing is when I was talking to my best friend this week, I'm like, people don't even realize like breakups and like letting people go out of your life. That is a loss as well. You have to remember that these people were a 
part of your life and now there's a void and they're no longer there, especially if it was somebody that you were constantly with or shared a very deep emotional connection with. So it's very hard to, you know, let somebody go like that. And you're going to feel pain. You're going to feel hurt. You're going to feel anger. You're going to go through all those emotions. And that's normal and okay. It's normal. It's normal. It's okay. And you just have to release it. Cry when you're when you're sad. If you're mad, punch a pillow or go for a run. Whatever makes you feel better when you're dealing with anger. Go boxing. Anything. Right. You know, let it out. Because if you don't let it out, you're going to implode and then explode. Period. And that's all I got on that. That's just that on that, y'all. Is that on that? So I really hope you enjoyed today's show. I feel like it was a nice, nice little pace and everything just flowed together this week. It really did. You know, click, 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 click. You better be on it. You better be on it. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's when you're all in one accord. Mm. Because the Bible said when you're all in one accord, (laughs) things come out the way that they post it. Yes, yes. So that's that on that, you guys. But uh, we love you and we mean it. And love, light, and positivity always, Breakers. Always. High five, Carl. High five, Trina. Bye. Bye. I wasn't trying to be shady, I promise. I just, like, when you (laughs) said that. When you said that, yes, you were. All I could do was just that, laugh. It just clicked. I had to get it out of my system. <laughs> get it out. Let it loose. Oh, oh, oh.